0: Welcome to MTZ Overflow Podcast. In this sermon episode, Reverend Dr. Marcus Allen is preaching from the title, The Benefits of the Sacrifice, in the sermon series, Live After the Sacrifice. We're glad you're here. Amen. If you're able to, stand, grab your Bibles, and turn with me to Isaiah chapter 53, starting at verse number 5. Isaiah 53 verse number five. Y'all doing all right today? Amen. So good to see you all in the house of the Lord and those of you who are watching online. Hey, y'all. Hey. Amen. Isaiah chapter 53 starting at verse number five. The Bible reads, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. I want to preach from the topic today, the benefits of the sacrifice. You may be seated, the benefits of the sacrifice. To be able to sacrifice anything can be a... Difficult decision to make. Often sacrifices are choices. You have to decide what I am giving up is going to produce something in the end that will be worthwhile. You have to make the choice to sacrifice or not sacrifice. No matter how painful the sacrifice may be, if you see the potential for a positive outcome, you are fine with giving up a little right now in order to experience prosperity later on. Sacrifice does not mean giving up something for nothing. It means giving up one thing for something else we believe would be worth a little bit more. Society today tries to deny or deter us from committing to sacrifice. We often see commercials or social media posts promising people they can fulfill their desires without having to forsake anything at all. So they tell you, you can lose weight by just drinking this water. Amen. Amen or you receive messages uh, in, in, in your inboxes or on your cell phone, let me show you how to make some money without requiring you to give up anything in the process. Too many people want to get rich without working hard. And for this reason, the lottery system continues to bring in billions of dollars a year in casinos and casinos never go out of business. Because people want more than what they want to sacrifice. Many are living in the fantasy world when they believe that you can have whatever you like without having to pay for it. There is always a price to pay, and the more you want out of life, the higher the cost. Sacrifice forces you to give up something now to gain something better later. I don't know about you, but I don't know how to play chess, but I really love playing chess. I mean, checkers. Yeah, checkers used to be my game at the local neighborhood center in my community. I would go, and at this table, we would sit down and play a game called checkers. And this game, checkers, the goal is to go from one end of the board to the other end of the board, and the purpose is to capture as many chips from your opponent as you possibly can. And if you take this one little chip and get it from one side of the board to the other side of the board, once it makes it to the end destination, it will will receive another chip that'll make you crown that one chip. And once you get the crown, you now have a king. I wish I had a witness here. And now this king chip, it can make its way throughout the board gliding over multiple spaces as long as it stays on the same line it can double jump it can go through places that the single chip is unable to go it can do things that the single chip is unable to do it can go down it can go up but it cannot go left or right but it's only because you made it to the end for one chip however as you are proceeding through the this game, you have to sacrifice some chip, chips in order to get to the crown. Y'all not feeling me in this way? You, you, you have to sacrifice some of the other chips in order for this one chip can be crowned king. The problem we live with today, there are too many people wanting to be kings and queens with no sacrifice. I guess I'll preach myself happy this morning. In our text today, Jesus voluntarily becomes the sacrifice and we get to enjoy the benefits because of the Christ. I saw a quote this week that stated, success is expensive and sacrifice is the currency meaning neglect to sacrifice because you are not often greeted with instant success. Sometimes there's a process that allows the sacrifice to strengthen you along the journey. Not not only is uh, sacrifice the only path or the only path to achieving your goals, but the path itself prepares you to handle life after the sacrifice. Let me say that one more time. Not only is sacrifice the only path uh, to achieving your goals, but the path itself prepares you to handle life after the sacrifice. Sacrificing not only gets you to your goals, but it shapes you along the way and prepares you for the position that you're chasing afterwards. For this reason, those who work for the position may stay longer than those who were handed the position. I wish I had a witness here. Because when you know how much it costs to get there, you don't waste it when you achieve it. I guess I'm preaching to myself here. When you get something nice you sacrifice for, you treat it better than those who received it as a gift and did not have to sacrifice anything. Sacrifices are accompanied by benefits. So what are the benefits of the sacrifice? What are the benefits of the sacrifice? There are benefits when your sacrifice is a part of God's plan. When your sacrifice is a part of God's plan. It is by human nature that none of us really want to suffer I mean I can't speak for you I don't want to suffer amen God I don't need to learn no lessons I know you're God amen you don't have to teach me you're a healer by making me sick I know you're a healer y'all don't talk to God like that amen that's just me if any none of us want to suffer if any of us would consider that our suffering would also be at the benefit of someone else, we may not even do it. This is precisely what Jesus did for us in full obedience to the will of God. The Father Jesus made a voluntary choice to suffer for the sins of others and to find his reward in providing peace and healing to humanity. Here in the text, my brothers and sisters, Isaiah prophesized. The plan of God to the children of Israel about the coming of the Christ. He is painting a picture of a suffering servant for the sake of all people. He tells them that there is coming a man who will appear out of nowhere, but when you see him, you will desire him. He will be despised and rejected, he will be acquainted with sorrow and grief he will carry our grief and pain you will think that he has been afflicted by god he will be wounded for our transgressions and he'll be bruised for our iniquities. Isaiah is informing the people that Jesus is going to actually be wounded and bruised for the sins of humanity. This was not going to be a spiritual wounding or bruising. Jesus will actually feel extreme pain and suffering for the sake of us. He would be literally pierced and tormented. He would be crushed with suffering inwardly and outwardly. While Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, he goes to pray because he is now feeling the the pain of going to the cross. He tells his disciples, my soul is sorrowful. Even to the point of death, he throws himself to the ground and pray, God, call off the mission. Jesus shows us that even though it's God's plan for the sacrifice, it still can be painful. Y'all not feeling me this morning, are you? Is there anyone anyone who has done God's will but you still had to deal with some heartbreak? You, you follow God's command, but you still found yourself in a place of fear and confusion. Obeying God comes with some uncertainties, but more than anything, you can shout, God is always faithful. I wish I had a witness here that you've obeyed God, you listened to God, and you found yourself in the valley of the shadow of death, but you realize God is still faithful to keep me where he takes me. Jesus shows us that his, his sacrifice was a part of God's plan. God is the one that declared that he shall be bruised. This was God's plan because in Genesis, after Adam and Eve had sinned, God begins to hand out punishment to the violators. Yeah, yeah, he, he tells the serpent that you shall be on your belly for the rest of your life. He tells the man, you shall work hard in the field. He tells the woman, you shall have labor pains. But in the midst of God's punishment, he issues grace y'all not feeling me today in the midst of him assigning punishment to the people and the serpent for going against his will he issues grace in the midst of the punishment was also the remedy to uh, uh, disobeying or violating God's law here it is God tells the serpent I would put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed he shall crush your head and you shall bruise. There it is, uh, his heel. He, He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. In Isaiah, God said he'll be bruised. In Genesis, God says he will be bruised. This is what happened at Calvary. The seed of the woman is Jesus. Let me break this down. Jesus is the only person born on earth without the seed of a man. Therefore, he is known as the seed of the woman because he was born of a virgin. It's it's Jesus who is beaten and battered and bloody hanging on the cross. His heel is bruised by the serpent because he dies on the cross. But as God declared, the seed of the woman shall also crush the head of the serpent. So when the serpent his bruising of the heel destroyed Jesus Uh, God resurrected him from the grave Uh, God proved uh, that he had a plan in mind all the time Uh, even though Jesus was bruised uh, God had a plan Jesus displays to us that when your sacrifice is in God's plan uh, God has the ability to not only allow your sacrifice not to destroy you Matter of fact, Jesus would testify his sacrifice killed him, but the benefit was God resurrected him. Is there anybody in the building today that can thank God you had to sacrifice some things and they thought it would take you out? But God bless you with more than you ever were able to give unto him. Ah, Yeah, 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 yeah. You you, you must understand that when you put God first, when you decide for God I live and God I shall die, you have a plan for your sacrifice. But the plan is God is always in control. Is there anybody that could testify today that I've been through the storm and rain? I had some heartaches and pain, but through it all, God was always right there. There are benefits when your sacrifice is a part of God's plan. There are benefits when your sacrifice is accompanied by God's peace. When your sacrifice is accompanied by God's peace. Here in the text, we are encouraged because Jesus has captured peace for us. He has captured our peace by being chastised for our sake the word chastised in the Hebrew means the correction inflicted by a parent on children for their good parents offer strict punishments to the child who has disobeyed or disrespected them and the moment the child really does not understand that the chastisement is not to hurt them but is to give them peace later on because chastisement reminds you that of your wrong and prevents you from committing the same actions that got you chastised in the first place. I'm going to say this. Chastisement prevents chains. Chastisement right now prevents uh, 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 shackles later on. I wish I had a witness here today chastisement right now will prevent you from having to raise your grandchildren later on <laughs> When we learn how to implement a process of showing our children who God is and also allow them to understand that there are consequences that comes along with their choices at a young age, when they get old, they won't try the system. Amen. God bless you. But Jesus Did nothing to receive chastisement. However, my peace came from his chastisement. My comfort came from his pain. My wrong was covered because of his sacrifice. This is what Isaiah is saying. Uh, Jesus is going to be sacrificed, or because he, need, he did not be, become a sacrifice because he needed a reminder to do right, but because we will never learn how to do right consistently. So, in order for us to have peace with God, God chastised Jesus. He endures so much that we may have peace in many of us. We struggle because it seems as if peace has been abandoned us. Peace seems to have expired, but the Bible guarantees we receive peace through Jesus. The Bible says in Philippians 4 and 6, be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God. Which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind. Here it is, through Christ Jesus. The only way to to peace is through Christ Peace is not the absence of trouble, but peace is the confidence in God while in trouble. Peace is not the absence of going through trials and tribulations, but peace is the comfort in knowing God is able to keep me while I'm in my trials and tribulations. Peace is not being excluded from sickness and disease, but peace is understanding God is able to heal me from this affliction. Peace is our trust in God no matter where I find myself in. When my sacrifice is planned by God, I can have peace when I should be in chaos. Daniel had peace when the king told him to stop praying, but he continued to go on top of the house, open up the windows, look unto God and pray unto God. He had peace that he was willing to be sacrificed in the lion's den, but when they thought he was sacrificed, he was only asleep. Because the Bible says when King Darius came to the mouth of the tomb, he had to yell multiple times, Daniel, are you still alive? I wish I had to witness. It was because Daniel used one lion as a mattress and another one as a pillow and went to sleep in the midst of the lions. Then he had peace. The three Hebrew boys had peace when the king told them to bow, but they declared God will deliver us. But if he does not deliver us, he is still able to deliver us. So they brought them to a place of peace where they can talk noise to the one who had power to kill them. But they understood that there is one who has power over all things. And so when they went into the fire, they were not walking around in they confused about what was going on or they was not wondering Would they live or die? They just had peace to trust in God. So when they went in, they was able to walk in the midst of the fire. Can I tell you today that you have the power to walk in the midst of some fiery situations? Uh, Divorce, you can still walk. Uh, Lied on, you can still walk. Uh, Laid off from your job, you can still walk. Uh, Mistreated, you can still walk. Uh, Because you understand the peace of God. There are benefits when your sacrifice is a part of God's plan. When your sacrifice is accompanied by God's peace. There are benefits because sometimes the benefits of your sacrifice are not for you. Amen. I know. I know. Don't throw anything at me. Amen. Sometimes. What you go through is not for you. I know, I know, I know, like God, what? Sometimes you endure some things for the sake of somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all must don't think like me. God, what? They need the lesson. Sometimes they can't handle life when it comes at them. And so sometimes you go through something to be a witness to somebody else of how God can bring you out. I I don't know. If I was in your seat, I wouldn't be clapping to that. Amen. Because I don't want to go through for somebody else. Y'all not feeling me in this place. Isaiah declares, by his stripes, we are healed. Let me say that one more time. By his stripes, we are healed. Let Let me say it one more time. By his stripes. Which means. We don't have to take stripes. But we are healed. And then it does not say we shall be healed. I'm going to preach myself happy in here. It, it, It does not say we may be healed. But it says we are present tense. At this very moment, we already have the healing that we need. (laughs) But my healing only came by his sacrifice. Jesus wasn't sick, (laughs) but he was beaten for my healing. Jesus didn't need a healing, but his sacrifice contributed to my healing. Sometimes what you sacrifice may never be a benefit for you, may be just for somebody else. Some of our children would never know what a struggle looks like. May never know what it means to attempt to try to make ends meet or what it meant, what we went through as children and vowed that we'll never allow them to experience the same trauma, the same pain, the same struggle, or the same mistreatment. They'll never know the sacrifices that were paid for them to have what we have today. I wish I had a witness here. We 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 may never know. uh, 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 We may never have to fight for civil rights at the same level as our ancestors did. And for this reason, we have forfeited these rights because we did not have to work for voting and fair housing and educational rights. So now we see Black African Americans who are willing not to vote because they don't realize what others pay the cost for them to have the right to vote many 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 black people were sacrificed on trees and hung from trees with blood on the leaves and they they they, they hung there for justice but they may never they never saw justice uh, many slaves were on the run and they wanted freedom and prayed to be free but they never saw freedom uh, i wish i had a witness here many went through some trials and tribulations that we may be in the places we are in today, they were the first to go to school, integrate schools, uh, first in their jobs, first in in, in the government, and they went through the hell so that we can experience uh, what equality feels like. And sometimes, uh, because of the sacrifice, uh, others will enjoy what you went through and what you paid for. (laughs) your sacrifice, this is tough right here for me, I don't know if it is for you, but when I was reading it says, by his stripes we are healed. Your sacrifice sometimes will not benefit you, but it'll help somebody else. Jesus did not need a healing. Humanity was sin sick. But Jesus is beaten by the Roman soldiers. Toys clothes off, tied him to a post, beat him until his flesh hung from his body. The Romans would take bits of lead and stone, made a whip become uh, a slashing instrument of terror, ripping his back and his legs to pieces. Then Jesus, with this beaten and battered body, is forced to carry his own cross up the hill. Carry his own instrument of torture, his own instrument of death. The beam rubbed his shoulders raw. The Bible says he stumbled and fell to the ground. Skinned his knees and his elbow. The pain he endured not because he needed a healing. But because we needed a healing. Help us today. He 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 hung on the cross, taking nails in his hand and nails in his feet, a crown of thorns on his head, and while he's hanging on the cross. He hangs in his his arms hurt, they're ripping from the nails. But he's he's in this crouched position. And so he can hardly breathe. And so in order for him to breathe, he pushes up just to allow oxygen to flow in his body. But when he pushed up, it rips his legs. He did nothing wrong. But his sacrifice was for me. And because of his sacrifice, I can shout today, I am healed. Help us today, God. Jesus endures the beating. Jesus carries his cross. He's nailed to the cross. He hangs on the cross from the sixth to the ninth hour. And then he dies for your sins and mine. He is buried in the tomb. But on the third day, God resurrects him from the grave. He shows himself to the disciples. And for some reason, Thomas is not there. Tom is not there, but however, the Bible says the following week, Jesus shows up again. If you never shouted, you should have shouted right there. Because there's going to be some moments where we miss God, but God will come back again and make sure he won't miss us. The Bible says he comes back again, but when he comes Thomas said, I'll never believe unless I can touch your hand and touch your side. The scar of your the hole in your hand and the hole in your side. I'll never believe. And Jesus shows up again, but when he shows up, this made me shout, he showed up with scars. Now, I now, Jesus conquers hell, death, in the grave. Tells his disciples to meet him in Galilee. Shows up to them. Thomas is not there. He comes back again for one. I'm, I'm going to try. And, and when he comes back, he shares his scars with his disciples. Now, if it was me, if I've done all of this for the sake of humanity, I've been crucified on the cross. When I get out of the grave, I'm getting out looking like Captain America. (laughs) I wish I had a witness. I I, I, want to look strong, I want to look like a superhero, I want to look mighty, but look at Jesus. He shows up with scars, which means I can convert more people with scars than with my strength. I wish I had a witness here. I I could show more people how good God has been by the way he healed me and how he delivered me and how he brought me out without telling a fairy tale about a God who answers every prayer. I wish I had a witness here. He comes back with his scars. He shows his scars and let them know, I did this for you. I'm finished. Scars showed his disciples how much he loved them. Scars revealed to them how much he cared about them. Scars showed them that the sacrifice was not for Jesus, but it was for the benefit of all the people. There was a teenager who did not want to be seen in public with her mother because her mother's arms were terribly disfigured. One day when her mother took her shopping and reached out her hand, a clerk looked horrified at her mother. Later, crying, the girl told her mother how embarrassed she was of her. The mother waited an hour before going to her daughter's room to tell her for the first time what happened to her arms. She said, you see, when you were a baby, yes, Lord, I I woke up to a burning house. Your room was an inferno. Flames were everywhere. I could have gotten out the front door by myself. But I decided I'd rather die with you than live without you. Yes, Lord. I I, I ran through the fire, wrapped you in my arms, and then I went back through the flames. My arms were on fire. I wish I had a witness. When I got outside on the lawn, the pain was unbearable. But when I saw your face all I can do was rejoice that the flames had not touched you but they had burned me I wish I had a witness here the mother the mother looked to the girl and the girl had weeping and shame but also gratitude she kissed her mother's marred hands and arms because of the mother's sacrifice her body to save the life of her child she now could testify I I didn't deserve it, but my mama did it. Uh, She can now testify, I should have been dead and gone, but my mama saved me. Can I tell you all, on the hill called Calvary? 2,000 years ago, uh, God sent his son Jesus to run through the fire just for you and me. Not for his benefit but for our benefit. The benefits of a sacrifice sometimes will cause you to sacrifice and not receive a profit. See, this don't work in the business world, right? Because if I put something in, I need something to come out, to come to me and then I'll decide if I give it to somebody else. But sometimes our pain, our struggle, our sickness is not only for us, but a sake for the sake of your brother or sister in Christ. Thank you for joining us. We're so happy that you're here. Please continue to connect with Mount Zion Baptist Church on our Facebook page, YouTube channel, and our website, mtzlife.com. We continually put out new content, so be on the lookout and turn those notifications on. Looking forward to seeing you back here soon. Have a blessed day.